Welcome to the Value Yourself Podcast. I am your host, Olivia, and in this podcast, we will talk about being your highest self, overcoming struggles, self-love, and more. If any of these episodes help you in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you could follow and rate this podcast, as well as share this podcast with others that may find it helpful. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get into the episode. to another episode um so i am just going to start with a disclaimer with this episode because i just want you to know that i am literally not perfect so everything that i say in these podcasts and especially this one i just want you to know that like i'm not perfect like i'm human i mess up sometimes and I'm still processing things with my past, and that's okay. Like, healing is not linear. You might think that after this episode, you're going to officially think that everything's going to be fine, and you're perfectly moved on, and everything's normal, but in reality, that's not true. So, you can definitely listen to this podcast and take things that I say that resonate with you and put them in your back pocket for later, you might not be ready to hear that right now. Like, you might not be able to hear what I'm going to say right now, but they may come in handy later on in your process. You might be in a process right now where you just are going through a breakup, like yesterday. Someone broke up with you yesterday, you broke up with them yesterday. Or it can be in a process where your ex just got into a new relationship like a week after you guys broke up you could be in a process right now where you think you're fine but you still think about them sometimes so there can be all different phases for this and i just want you to know like don't get down on yourself if you feel like you're having a relapse or going backwards at things because again healing is not linear growth takes time time is everything so all you can do is try your best all you can do is listen to podcasts and educate yourself and learn tools that you can do to better overcome this process and go through it in a healthy way so i just want to let you know that before i begin the episode but let's get into it this is a big big topic getting over someone takes so much time and effort and work and honestly if you're even listening to this right now it shows how strong you are in knowing that you deserve better and knowing that you deserve the absolute best in your life like you deserve everything and this person that's not in your life anymore is not there for a reason because your person will not leave you like they literally won't leave you that's just not your person if your person leaves you it's not your person like you need to get that in your head first of all 
okay? But I'm going to stop with all the like the little rambling. I'm going to get to the tips that I actually wrote down. Um, so let's go to the first things that you're going to feel when you break up with someone or someone breaks up with you, okay? First, you're going to feel probably confusion, um, shock, anger, sadness, or you might feel relief. Um, you might feel like this is the best thing that's ever happened to you, breaking up with this person or them breaking up with you. You might feel like you're on a high, and then later on, you might feel depressed. You might feel like, oh, it hit me. Like, I don't have this person to talk to anymore. I don't, I don't have this person to go out with anymore. It's like the little things that start coming up that you don't realize until you don't have them anymore. And it's going to hit in some sort of way. Like, it's going to hit you differently. It hits everyone differently. Like, you might go from a high to depression or depression to a high or I don't know. But the point is, the first step to moving on is feeling these things. And that can be really hard for a lot of people because some people feel it. They let it flow. They let their emotions flow. They cry. They they realize things and they think and they reflect and that's really strong of that person like that's very important because when you don't feel your emotions and you don't reflect on them in this process especially at the beginning you're doomed like i'm not even joking like just pushing your emotions away and not feeling them and just acting like you're fine and shoving all of these emotions down, down, down and distracting yourself is only going to get you so far. You can't just tell everyone you're fine when you're not okay. Like, you can't act tough in this process. I've heard this in an... I don't know. Like His name is... I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I don't really even want to say his name because I don't know if it's right, but I want to give him credit. (laughs) Maybe like Matthew Hussey? Is that his name? I don't know. I think I saw him on YouTube and see, I just totally lost my track of mind, my track of thought. There's other things that I'm going to quote from him later on, but basically he mentions how you have to go through the emotions and you have to leave your ego at the door because that's the biggest thing is leaving your ego behind your ego is huge and you might think oh my gosh like i'm a baddie like i'm an f boy like i don't need anyone i don't need that person in my life i am fully confident on my own this and that that's totally okay to feel on, like to feel later on, but it's not okay to feel it right at the start of the breakup because it's going to hit you. It's going to hit you somehow and it's going to have this whole facade that you're perfectly fine when you're not. You might be, like you might be for a little bit, but then it does hit you. It does come out eventually and you need to know how to work through that 
which is by feeling the emotions, which is so important. So with that, I want to talk about avoidant attachment. There's different attachment styles. The big ones are avoidant and anxious attachment. There is a secure attachment and there's another one. I believe it's ambivalent, but that doesn't matter in this episode. Everyone usually is anxious or avoidant. I have an anxious attachment and I need to work on that. But for people with avoidant attachment styles, they don't feel their emotions, which is very dangerous. They might push them down to where they don't really know how to function at this point. They could be telling everyone they're perfectly fine. They might just go to the gym for hours. They might pick up extra shifts. They might get a new relationship. They might just like literally not feel their emotions and just shove it down, 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 down. And this usually comes from abandonment issues in childhood. Not saying that it's always that way, but it's usually, that's usually where it stems from. So, if they were abandoned in their families, if they were abandoned in friendships, if they were abandoned in a previous relationship, that's where an avoidant attachment style could come from. This abandonment could come from maybe a family member telling them, That they can't feel their emotions. They shouldn't feel their emotions because you just need to be tough. You just need to basically act like this strong human being that nothing affects them. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. People that do this will never actually know how they truly feel. (laughs) Which is terrifying not feeling your emotions is just it sets you up for so much failure because it's eventually going to come out somehow and you're not going to like how it comes out it could come up in anger issues maybe depression later on a bunch of anxiety and that person once they go through that they really might not know how to handle it which is really really scary so it's not weak to reach out for help. It's not weak to feel your emotions. It's literally the proper way to start a healing process. So feel them and try not to avoid them and do your best because that's literally the first step to healing. And it's hard. It's so hard. Literally being alone with your thoughts, scariest thing ever. But It's something that you need to do in order to finally move on. So, in my experience, let's go go with that. Um, I went through a breakup in March. And I'm not going to get into the full details. I'm just going to say we broke up in March, okay? And I... Um, an anxious attachment style, like I said, and he was an avoidant attachment style, I could tell. And he was not the relationship type until we got together, and he told me that. 
and I just found out this last week that he just got a new girlfriend, which was a huge shock to me because, again, he's not the relationship type and we were in a very unique relationship for almost three years and he got into a relationship very quickly after. I found this out and I didn't want to find it out. I unfollowed him on everything. I didn't want to see anything, but I got sent this information by someone else and I didn't want to know, but I was going to find out eventually, I guess. And I didn't take it well only because like I was confused and I'm working on my healing journey. So I wanted him the best I wanted the best for him and I wanted him to work on his healing journey. I knew he wasn't going to talk about his emotions with really anyone. I thought he was just going to shove it into work in the gym maybe, but I was not expecting him to get a new relationship right away. And I honestly feel bad for the girl because I'm imagining that he's deflecting his sadness. I'm imagining that he is going through a lot of anxiety and confusion right now and he thinks that maybe if he tried to get into a new relationship, he would forget about the experiences with me maybe and he could just focus on someone else that he might think that he likes or loves or whatever but honestly you can't move on that fast you can't like it's pretty much impossible if you truly loved someone you cannot move on that quickly so that kind of gave me gave me peace in knowing that I'm on the right journey. I'm doing everything I possibly can to grow and heal. And he's kind of going backwards because if this relationship doesn't work out, then he's going to go back to square one. He's putting all of his energy into another human being right now when he's probably not healed with himself. And when you put more energy into someone, that new relationship, you're carrying all that toxic energy an emotion into a new relationship which is not fair for the other person it's actually very selfish and it's just not fair so I felt good and I felt at peace knowing that even though I feel like I'm going through hell I'm doing everything I possibly can to put all of that energy into me and finding myself and growing and he's going to be back at square one if this relationship doesn't work out which it probably won't because it's probably it's just too soon if it does i'm so happy for them like if if he hadn't like an epiphany one day and found out this was his person so be it that's amazing for him and i'm glad he moved on but for me it's just not possible at this point like i need time i need to focus on myself and do all of these things for myself in order to be healthy and the next relationship I actually invest in, I want to be healthy and I don't want to carry any toxicity from my past into the new one. So that's like more, that's like basically avoidant attachment style. Moving on really quickly and deflecting sadness and not putting your full energy into yourself. That's a little bit of my experience right now. Um, so ways that you can feel your emotions. 
because you might be like why like what does that even mean so many different things cry if you want to cry cry give yourself a whole day to be sad you can't be sad forever but give yourself enough time to be sad to be angry to be confused like take your time in feeling whatever you are feeling journal journaling is huge i tried journaling before but i just got into journaling pretty much after my breakup and i'm telling you it's been something that's really 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 helped me in the healing process and moving on i actually wrote down qualities and i want with what i want in my next partner and by looking at what i want it makes it impossible to settle for anything less because in your last relationship if you broke up you were settling you were like obviously that person wasn't for you and there were things that were not good with the relationship you don't want that again you write down things that you are looking for and you will not compromise for because when you finally realize what you deserve and what you're actually looking for in someone it helps you move on like because it helps you realize that person wasn't your person and even though your brain thinks that they were your person because it's focusing now on all the good things it's not focusing on all the bad things that led to the breakup it's literally on high right now trying to think of every little nice thing that the person did for you but in reality there were probably more bad times than good times and that's just how it is your brain is just literally so confused right now and going through so many emotions and journal it like write your qualities down that you want in someone else um write some affirmations down for yourself write down things that you don't have to deal with anymore that were bothering you in that relationship write down things that you don't literally don't have to deal with anymore it's gone that person's gone the relationship is gone there's no more toxicity there's no more stress there's no more sadness it's all gone so just journaling it feeling it go to therapy talk to friends and family as much as you can for support um this is a hot topic but if you need to listen to sad songs that help you feel your emotions and the like relate to lyrics that you can't even like explain like it kind of listening to sad music that you relate to is kind of like a form of therapy for me and just listening to them and feeling them and being like yes this is exactly how i feel and i can't i can't describe how i feel but this is how i feel listening to that um getting a sense of comfort in that music don't listen to it all the time obviously i'm just telling you right now like at this point when you need to feel feel it with music but don't live in this narrative thinking that you need to be sad all the time or you need to be this version of yourself that you're not it's just part of the healing process at the at the beginning after the beginning after this process these phases you're going to be so much happier but i'm just saying like yes listening to happy music boosts your mood but if you need like time to feel listen to the music that you can relate to in the moment um also support systems are really big in breakups but this is kind of a time where your true friends will really make an appearance and the fake ones won't well i mean that doesn't make sense 
that doesn't make sense your friends good or bad are going to make an appearance and you're going to realize this in this phase if your friends or people you thought would support you don't care don't respond or think you're overreacting or tell them that or they tell you that like you're not over it yet you need to get over it you need to get over it like blah 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 if they're like making you feel crazy for the way that you're feeling cut them out you don't have to cut them out forever but at least cut them out for this phase in your life because right now like you need support you need emotional support right now with no judgment you need unconditional love in this time of healing you don't need someone who's going to be like oh don't worry about it. it's fine it's not fine this is how i feel my feelings are valid and if i want to text my ex 20,000 times until I finally get the message that he's not my person, so be it. You can't tell me, like, I get, like, what you're saying. Like, I get that it's not healthy to do that. But you can't go full no contact until you're ready. Someone telling me not to do something is probably going to make me want to do it even more, to be honest. Because, like, that's just how it is. That's how anyone is. You're not ready to move on until you're fully ready. And it's it's a journey that you kind of have to figure out as you go along. But you can't just go no contact fully until you're absolutely ready. Like, you, I can tell you to go no contact because it's the most important thing to do. But you can't do it until you're ready. And if you have a slip up and you're doing so well and then you decide to like text them that's okay like that's fine healing's not linear i'm gonna keep going back to that every time in this episode it's not linear it's okay to mess up sometimes and you have to forgive yourself that's the biggest thing you need to forgive yourself please like don't this is like what i'm saying right now is kind of like you might take this wrong I don't know, like the no contact thing and texting them. Don't put desperate energy into the world. Don't be texting them every single day. Don't hold on to this narrative that they're going to come back and you can do whatever you need to do to get them back. You'll say anything, you'll do anything. No. Let's start loving ourselves and knowing that we deserve more. You can have a little mess up sometimes and you text them once every few months. If you're not over them by now, hopefully you're over them by then. But don't do this every single day. Like, don't be reaching out to them every single day. That's just putting desperate energy into the world. And you need to put that energy into yourself. And so basically I'm saying, like, it's okay to slip up. It's okay. And it's you're not going to go absolutely no contact unless you're fully ready. But please have some self-love and know that you deserve more and you can feel your emotions and it's okay but try your best not to like (laughs) try your best not to reach out but if you absolutely need to do it but eventually you're going to get tired of the no response or the responses that you're not going to like and you're going to want to go full contact so it's literally just like kind of a learning process to get to the no contact because I doubt you can fully go no contact like once you love someone but you will get there 
is important. So, with cutting people out, like, God or the universe or whatever you believe in will take care of them when it's time. If someone is living their happy little lives and they can't respond to you because they think you're crazy, I'm sure they're going to go through some sort of hurt down the road in their lives and they'll finally understand why you needed to reach out for help so many times because they'll eventually need your help. It's hard to see and understand someone's point of view when you're not when you didn't go through it or you're not going through it so if they like never went through a really hard breakup or they're in a really really happy relationship right now and everything's going fine they might not see or understand like why you want to reach out to someone who hurt you again like they might not understand anything that you're going through right now but if they're really your friend they're gonna try they're gonna at least respond if they don't respond to you after you poured your heart out and they can't even give you a simple reply, they don't even deserve to be in your life. Like, that's just really, like, that's brutal. If someone doesn't want to help someone that's hurting, I don't know, maybe I'm just biased because I'm, I want to be a therapist and I just really want to help whoever I can when they're going through something, but that's just, I don't know. I just don't want those people in my life. If they can't try to at least understand or give me some emotional support, then I can't. You need a big support system in this process. You just do. Like, that's huge. It's like, it's really good to be alone, but when you need help, like, you also need to be surrounded by really positive people throughout this process. Because sometimes you feel really alone in the whole breakup process. It kind of feels like it's you against the world, and sometimes it really is you against the world, but that's what makes you stronger. It gives you time to focus fully on yourself and go through things alone that you never thought you would, because in the end, at the end of the day, you really do only have yourself. People can help you and support you and give you a positive message, but it really is all up to you on how you want to go through this process. If you really want to move on and you really want to better yourself, you're going to. And no one's going to like hold your hand through it. Like no one, it's just like going to the gym. Like no one's going to literally carry you to the gym and tell you to work out. No one's going to like make you eat healthy. Like that's all you. You can have help, you can get a trainer, but they're not going to tell you to do it. Like they'll tell you to do it, but it's all up to you at the end of the day. When the room is dark and it's all you're all alone, like it's you, it's you, you have to do this on your own. It's a whole mindset. It's a whole like mind shift. You know that you deserve better. You know that you need to be by yourself for a bit. You know that you deserve to be in a healthy relationship. You know that you need to listen to a podcast. You know you need to go on your walk. You know you need to journal. You need, you know you need to go to therapy. It's all a whole process of moving on. You know that you need to do those things, so you'll do it. And if you need some emotional help, they're going to give it to you. But they're not going to be there the whole way. It's all you, basically. So yeah, it sucks being alone through this process. But sometimes that's when we find ourselves. That's like when we actually start the growth. 
knowing that it's okay to be alone, knowing that we're fully confident and secure with ourselves and we don't need anyone in our lives that's going to add any negativity or toxicity or sadness into it. We deserve to put all of that energy into ourselves. With healing, I'm just going to say why it's so important to heal before getting into another relationship. Because maybe you're in a process or phase right now where you're so... You don't want to be alone right now. Like, you were like, well, this person's kind of nice. What if I just get into another relationship? Don't do it. If you don't take time to be alone and find yourself and discover new things about you and fully heal... That next relationship is just going to be toxic. It's pretty much deflecting your sadness. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that to yourself or the other person. No one wants someone who is insecure or avoidant and just jumps from relationship to relationship without healing. Because that proves that person doesn't know who they are and they think that they need someone to be there 24 7 because they don't know how to be alone moving on means actually moving on from the person and the toxic situation you were in doesn't mean moving on to someone else right away means moving on and in the sense that you know your worth and it's you know that it's okay to be alone Like I said before, like reaching out, it's a hot topic. But if you really, really need to, ask for the closure that you need. You probably won't get it. And that's like when you give yourself your own closure. If they don't reply, like send one last message as if they died, basically. If they don't give you your closure, literally you have to just make your own. You need to know that they're gone. It's like a death, basically. Moving on is really hard, but knowing that they don't care, like you say, if they only understood how much they hurt me, if only they understood like what I'm going through right now, they know, they know that they hurt you, and guess what, they don't care, they don't care, they're not reaching out to you, they're putting their energy into someone else right now, they don't care that they hurt you. You're not going to get the closure that you want. What is closure? Closure is nothing. It gives you false hope. If you're not over them, and they give you like a little bit of breadcrumbs, you might be like, oh, maybe we'll get back together in the future. That's like your closure. You don't want that. It's not true. You're not going to get back together. If they don't reply, there's your closure. If they say something really angry or mean to you, that's your closure. Closure doesn't go well, no matter what it is. Like, closure, it's not real. It's kind of like a sense of something that you need for yourself. So what I did, after, like, before I relapsed, you know, because I'm not perfect, reached out one more time after this. But what I did, and it made me feel really, really a lot better, and the only reason I relapsed is because I found out he got a new girlfriend right away. But in this moment of, like, healing, I knew 
then I can give my own closure by sending him one last message as if he died, treating it like a death, and journaling about it after, like writing a note. Writing a note that it's gone, it's okay to hold on to the good experiences that you had, but it's okay to let go as well, and that's your closure. And it's okay if you want to contact them multiple times. You're going to learn eventually that it's not not worth it. And that's just how it is. Finally, like going no contact if you absolutely can is probably the fastest way to heal. Out of sight, out of mind. You're not, it's so hard to go no contact, but if you can just push yourself to do it eventually... It's literally the fastest way to move on. You're going to go through phases. You're going to get triggers. And that's just how... Like, my trigger was that he got a new girlfriend. A trigger could be listening to a song that reminds you of them. Trigger can be going to a restaurant that you went with them on your first date. You're going to get triggers through the process. But rewiring your brain to know that it was an experience and it's your past and you don't need to let that come in to your future or your present you know that it's gone like just knowing that it's gone and letting go is so important start finding yourself again because most likely most likely you lost yourself in this person you're in la la land (laughs) When you're in the honeymoon phase, even like through the relationship, you're literally you got blinders on the whole time. Especially if it was a toxic relationship, you were going through so much, and you probably lost yourself. You don't know your hobbies. You don't know, maybe if you're in the right career, you don't really know these things. You maybe fell off your workout routine, your health. I don't know, like maybe you lost some friends on the way because you were so invested in this one person. You need to start finding yourself. And maybe I can do another episode on that another time. But that's the most important thing as well. Being alone, finding yourself. Um, It's going to hurt. And you're going to spiral and you're going to make mistakes. But all that matters is that you know that you're growing and healing and putting yourself first. All of these slip-ups that you're having, you have to kind of focus that you're not doing it all the time. It's a slip-up. Like, it's a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. But knowing that you're putting in the work and you're going to therapy, you're journaling, you're doing everything you possibly can, you're reaching out to friends, you're going to new places, you're working on yourself, you're... I don't know, taking part in a cooking class or a yoga class or something. You know that you're growing. You know that it doesn't hurt as bad as it did the first day or the first week. And that's a sign right there. Comparing your progress, like you're not really going to see your progress until you start comparing how you felt at your worst to like now. And it might still hurt a little bit, but realizing that the time... Like, through time, you actually are getting better. Like, it doesn't hurt as much as it did. And that's huge. It's a step closer. 
It's a step closer to finally moving on. You can get closure and move on by knowing that there's a reason that you broke up. All the pain that they put you through is over and you never have to deal with them. Their toxic families if they had one, their toxic friends if they had some, or whoever made you upset. Like I said, your brain is focused on all of the good things right now during the bad times, but like when you were breaking up, you're focused on all the bad things because that's why you broke up. So you kind of have to trick your brain in saying like, hey, like, I'm holding on to this idea that I thought the relationship was. That's not reality. All of these, like, good feelings and things that are coming into my brain and experiences and memories are all the good ones. Like, you're holding on to the idea of what you, who you thought this person was and how the relationship could have been, but that's not reality. And knowing that will help you move on quickly. By still getting up every day and going to the gym and going to work and studying, you're proving to yourself that the fight isn't over. You're so strong and know that you can get through this no matter what. This pain is only temporary. And there's literally no one in this world like you. You know who you are. And you know you're a great person. And that's what matters. By reminding yourself these things... And knowing that it's temporary and time will heal and putting the work in, I'm telling you, and the no contact thing, I'm telling you, you'll move on quick. And it's hard. Like, I'm not telling you you're going to do all these steps and be perfectly fine, but it's kind of just like realizing that you deserve better and realizing that you're okay by yourself and there's a reason that you broke up gives you the motivation to move on as fast as possible. And I think that's where I'm going to wrap up this episode. And I hope something, I kind of rambled and I'm, I'm sorry, but I hope you took some, something from this episode that was helpful and hopefully maybe I can do another episode relating to this later because this was kind of all over the place, but it's a realization thing. It's it, There's no magic trick to this. It's just knowing that you deserve better and knowing all of these things. So I hope this helped and I will see you in this next episode.